What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> this is uh, this is not man enough podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yet again, we're a man down. We're a man down. Man Last down. time it was Matt. It was me. The glue. Yeah, the glue. We called the you glue. the glue. All right, all right. Um. <laughs> Because he's unlike, sticky. Unlike, <laughs> <laughs> unlike Sam, Sam, I actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> Have you not listened to it yet? No, I said unlike Sam, I actually listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like to hear yourself talk, don't you? Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I don't listen to the ones I'm in. Okay. So I've listened like to one episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so Trent's out right now. Um, he's He had some other things to take care of, so he's going to be missed. Um but we have Sam's back. He's kind of becoming a regular <laughs> staple. Uh, what? Did I already say something wrong? <laughs> Y'all don't know how many things I have to edit out. Because <laughs> I say something that sounds so uh, bad. No, I was laughing because anyway. we just we were taking a drink at the same time, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, yeah. So, our subject today is... Um, it's going to, um, man, this, it can be a kind of difficult subject to tackle, but we're, we're kind of speaking to young men that are looking for marriage, or maybe you're not even young. Maybe you've never been married and you're a little bit older. That's fine. Um, of what should be, should, what type of requirements should we have when looking for a wife? Or how high of standards or what standards, or any standards. Like, that's what we're looking at today is, it seems like there's um, so many different viewpoints and a broad scale of viewpoints of, you know, how you find a wife and this or that. And so many times we, we, we seem like we uh, have like either this um, standard of perfection that's beyond any woman. And sometimes it seems like we have such a low standard. There's no standards there at all, but we're going to try and be biblical. We're going to try and not, um, we're going to try and just give you, okay, these are the core things. Um, these are the things, this is the point of marriage. You know, these are the things that the, the scripture does command, but beyond these things, don't, I, I tell you what, we'll just tackle it in conversation. So I don't get too much into it, but just to frame the conversation that we'll have, that's kind of where we're heading with this. Um, so hopefully it's a help to, to guys that are younger looking for a wife and hopefully it's encouragement to them. But anyway, y'all, y'all want to add anything before we get started? Yeah, an encouragement to them and also, I guess, to anyone. You know, it could be encouraging to, you know, people who are already married, too. That's true. That they, that they can know, you know, I have married the right person. You know, if I'm married That's to right. them, yeah. I've married the right person. That's right. Yep. And even to, to women who may be discouraged or think that they fall short, you know, it's like, it's like, laying out what the the basic things are that the word of God tells us to look yes. for and to realize that uh, we shouldn't be overly scrupulous, overly dogmatic about certain non-essential things and to lay out the essential things right. um, is very helpful to, I think, everyone. Yeah, I think I'm not wrong in saying that. Uh, first, we need to get the, the core thing down. The main thing, and that is she has to be able to cook. I'm totally yeah, I'm done mean, joking. <laughs> Conversation <laughs> done. <laughs> we have that's, one that's point. It. Like, honestly, that's we're done. Let's move on. Um, no, I'm kidding, obviously. Um, no, but... Uh, what's that? I said that's the fourth point. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, no, on I'm my list. Kidding. Up um, 20. <laughs> actually, I we're, we're, and, and we're joking around, but the truth is we're actually kind of combating against this. Um, seems like, you know, and y'all two weren't around for this, but in the 90s, maybe 80s, 90s, there was this like movement of like, and, and I know it sounds bad when I dog on it, but like purity culture, um, like of like you better find the right one and it better be this and make a list that has like 50 things on it that a woman must sort meet. Sort of unrealistic standards. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, so yeah, so every, you know, teenage guy back in the 90s literally had Cindy Crawford looks 
and a woman. <laughs> I mean, who's Sydney like, Crawford? Yeah, exactly. No, see, um, <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking. About. <laughs> you actually it on the really old guy. is out of our yeah. realm. So yeah, all the I, I actually know who she. Is. Yeah, so she was a supermodel back in the day. Okay. Oh, okay, do you know Christy Brinkley? Does that help? No, no. Okay, see, man, I'm old. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the the thing is, is like, okay, so we want to be biblical and we do want to put forth the standards that the Bible does put forth for a believing Christian man, what he should be looking for. We also want to look at, um, the purpose and, you know, uh, the, the picture that marriage gives. Okay. And so go into that. Um, we're going to kind of frame it out with that. And I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you guys for, um, just to maybe give some scripture references to start off with to start the conversation and, and y'all can jump in wherever y'all want. But, um, well, I think the, the most common scripture reference when it comes to this topic is Proverbs 31. And I think it's often misconstrued or it's just used more like just used in a improper way to where, uh, people will take it and then use it as a standard, for, for women to meet whenever it even says starting in this passage in Proverbs 31 10 that it's an excellent wife so that so who he's speaking of is someone an, an excellent wife like someone almost perfect in a sense like this is the ideal and oftentimes this is taken and men will use it and then have this sort of standard of thinking you know if 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 a woman doesn't meet this in every way, then she's not for me. Or if she doesn't meet this in every way, then, you know, she's in sin or she's not doing it right. And I think that's just an improper and unrealistic expectation to have. While all the while, this should be a goal for women. You know, women should strive for this. You know, these are all good things he's speaking right. to. Good, good, uh, good, lawful, righteous things for a woman to strive for good characteristics. But then again, women aren't perfect. We aren't perfect. There's That's things right. that husbands are supposed to be. There's things that men are supposed to be, which is what this whole podcast is about, right. is that we should be so much that we're not. We should be at a place where we aren't, though, and Christ fulfilled that, and there's, right. always, there, there's always... Um, you know, there's always some place that we're lacking that we're not doing it. That's and we're right. not man, like we're not man enough. And the same goes for women. And we shouldn't have those expectations. You know, we should be what we should expect is for there to be sin. We should expect that women will fall short. We should expect that we won't find the perfect wife because well, if she's out there and she's, there, she's taken <laughs> there. Well, here's the thing is as a man, she's she's got to view you the same way. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. y'all would never get you would never find a wife if she holding you yeah. to a standard of perfection. So the thing is, is yeah, we're supposed to look like Christ. Okay. Who's like, no man is meeting that standard standard yeah. as far as shepherding and all that. And, and, and none of that detracts from the fact that we should pursue righteousness or, or women should pursue this. That's it. I mean, and us yes. saying that it's not against it. It's like the law and the gospel. Like we talked about, right. It, they're not against each other. They work together. They are distinct. Right. They're not the same but they work with each other and they're never separated. And it's the same with this. You know, a woman may not meet the standard of Proverbs 31, but that doesn't mean she shouldn't strive for it, you know? And, and the same for men that don't meet the standard of what Christ has and said. It, you know, we've fallen short, but we yeah. still strive to be It doesn't be mean like that she's Christ. not a good wife. Exactly. Um, and, it, and it, you, you know, you don't want them to be discouraged and you don't want men to have an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, so it's, it, you know, Proverbs gives us that and it's like, you know, so many of the Proverbs... Here's the thing as even a man, so many of the Proverbs that you look at it, it is the only wise man that meets up to the standard in Proverbs is one man, and that's Christ. Yeah. The rest of us are the unwise and the idiots and the wicked, right? Honestly, that's, that's how we all start out. And yeah. Proverbs is actually like the only man that's ever fulfilled the wisdom in Proverbs is Christ. Yeah. None of us have. And so in the same way, when we come to this one on, you know, you know, a woman who fears the Lord and a wife, you know, an excellent wife, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, this is like what a, a wife in, in perfection should look like. Right. And, and yeah, although it's a great, you know, thing to strive after and, and helps us 
know what it looks like to be like for a woman to look like a good wife, an excellent wife. Um, it's, there's going to be failure there. And just as us as men, we're going to fail. Um, so yeah, so, so the standard has to be, okay. So, so we hit on, okay, well, she, look, we can't hold her to a standard of perfection, but are you saying Sam that there's no standard? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no. Okay, right. So, I mean, what, what, okay. So foundationally, one thing that if you're seeking a wife that she has to be, if you're a believer is we can all agree on this is scriptural. Beautiful. Yeah, she can cook. <laughs> she can cook. <laughs> uh, she, Fried chicken primarily. <laughs> just takes out hard right there. Dinner's on the table every time I get home. Yeah. Um, now, um, so, yeah, it's, it's she must be a believer. Yeah. yeah. Now, that, now, that is something commanded in Scripture. That That is something that if we're seeking a wife, she must be a believer. Do not be uh, unequally yoked. Yes. Um, yeah. Like as a, you're starting a family with this woman. You're you're seeking to grow together, and and you're you're seeking to shepherd her in the Lord, and and none of that is going to be something that you can actually accomplish, really, if she's not a believer. You're going to be both pulling in different directions, and so um, that that's a must, and that's clear um, in Scripture is that we should only marry believers as believers. So. That that's number one. That's foundational. Um, so, young men, if you're looking for a for for a wife, I think this comes easy. You know, find a a, a Christian woman. That that's your okay. Let's start there. Okay. Yeah. We we can start with that fact. Um, now let's get to the okay. So so now you need your list of fifty things, right? The, the rest are really <laughs> yeah. the rest are really you know personal preferences. You know what I mean. It's like, yeah. it's like you start there and it's like the rest is up to you, but be careful about personal preferences of making that list too big because or else you might find yourself single for the rest of your yeah. life. Well, if you're yeah, looking to don't, get married. don't act like you're some type of Casanova yourself. Like be yeah. here. Here's the thing is like some men, like they wanted this high standard for the girl, but they don't realize that like a woman would actually have to have a lower standard to date. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I'm speaking from experience, you know, so it's like, um, it's the thing is, is I, th- I think sometimes it's a, uh, maybe it's even self-righteousness that th- makes you think that you have to have all these major standards. Um, yeah. and you're putting, um, weight on what a woman should be that like a wife should be for you that you can't even bear as a husband. Yeah. Well, that goes back to like expectations. Like most of your expectations should be upon yourself, not yes. placed upon the other person. So even making a list, like, you know, we've talked about this before, but you know, I would not suggest actually making a list. Like it shouldn't be that complicated, <laughs> but you know, it's like, that's a, that just sounds like a bad idea. Perfect teeth. Yeah. But <laughs> even making a list, it's like, you, you think there's like two or three things that yeah. are foundational and then the rest is like you said it's just yeah. personal preferences and then the rest a lot of it should be what are you, your expectations for yourself of focusing on what you know towards and the, yourself and not there are there, there's like yeah. there's like secondary things too that can put a strain on your marriage that aren't the foundation that aren't the main yeah. essential things but and they can make marriage difficult if you're not in agreement with each other on these things or or lacking in and certain things, but that's not the primary determiner. And I, that's no. what you're getting at. Yeah. It's and just, and it, you can't avoid those either. Well, you here's know, the thing is it, there's going to be some disagreements, but here's, here's the question. Well, it's not a question. Here's a statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is I'm that answer this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just answer the statement. Um, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> is, um, so even in those difficulties, and this is going to go to Ephesians 5 that I think we'll read, um, is what is what is the our marriages to display? Uh, as a man, you're supposed to be as Christ is to the church. Now, you fail. Like, all, look, I fail every day at that. Um, who can meet that standard but Christ? But... That's that's who we're supposed to mimic. That's that's who we're supposed to try and look like to our wives. Now, 
patience, kindness, um, seeing her as the weaker vessel in some ways, and 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 trying to shepherd her heart and and support her is now think about that is having patience with her and disagreements, having patience with her and loving her through those disagreements and being understanding. And I'm not saying that you let her take over the household and lead spiritually for the household. You're the spiritual leader, but at the same time, take same time taking her into consideration. That's a picture of the gospel. That's a picture of the gospel. And so um, it, it actually brings glory to God, even in the disagreements it can bring glory to God because here's the thing. We're not living for ourselves. Um, we're, we're, we're trying to love someone else as we want to be loved. And that's the key here. And, and so really, if you can get that down alone is, uh, that helps out a marriage tremendously and your marriage will be successful. I mean, if your foundation is, is as Christ is to the church, that's how husbands should be to wives and realizing you're failing on that and you come in humbleness and you strive for it in, in the grace of Christ and who he is and who's, what his promises are. And at the same time, the woman is submitting to the husband as the church does to Christ, but also realizing her weaknesses and her dependence upon the grace of God. And she's doing even the submission to her husband in service to the Lord. It's as unto the Lord that if the two are doing those things, your marriage will be successful. Yeah. And so when you're looking for a wife, key thing is that she, she, um, she must be a Christian, obviously. And, and here's the thing. I, I think that I, I, would, I would say this much is I think that she needs to have an understanding of the role of the husband and the wife. And understand that, okay, that's the role I'm supposed to fulfill. Um, beyond that, like, I, I don't really see much more. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You can't say anything beyond that is sin, okay? It, it might cause right. sin. It might cause issues, right. you know? If you're, if you're with someone who isn't submissive in any way, it's going to cause a lot of difficulties. Yes. But if she's still a Christian, and if that's just something that she struggles with, you know, if you marry someone who's not a Christian, that is sin. Like, yes. it's clearly sin. I right. mean, he yeah. says don't be unequally yoked. But it's not wrong to marry someone who's a Christian who has faults because everyone is marrying someone who's a Christian. No, I agree not. with that. Well, everyone, every Christian who's marrying another <laughs> yeah. Christian is marrying a Christian what? who has faults. Yeah, do, do not hear what I'm not saying. Um, I'm not saying that she has to have submission to her husband down perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Mar- no, I, there's going to be difficulties there and there's going to be misunderstandings and there's going to be things that you have to work through. Um, so don't misunderstand that. I'm just talking about a fundamental acceptance of the roles put forward in scripture. Yeah. Like that. Yes, this is, this is what God calls me to be. And this is what God calls the husband to be. Right. And, and really men need to focus more on themselves in this situation, you know, and not, the thing is, is like, when you're going to get married, um, when you're looking for a wife, you're looking for someone to set your love upon, right? Yeah. And, and that's totally different than looking for perfection and having this model of what well, she's got to look like this. And she's got, here's the thing is, yes, we should be able to be attracted to our future wives. I'm not saying don't look for a woman that you're not attracted to at all, but I would say don't always just go after the prettiest girl in the room. There are many women that um, once you get to know them and, and, and who they are, that you will, that they will become way more attractive to you, if that makes any sense. Um, So, and, and plus, you know, a lot of guys think that they're really good looking and can get any woman. And that's just not true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks. I needed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was going to, I was going to add to you and just say, if, if you're a man out there and you do have these unrealistic expectations, um, one thing is you're not going to be able to love your wife as Christ loved the church because you're going to, it's, it's self-righteousness. And you're not going to be able to love her unconditionally, which is how Christ loves the church. Right. See, it's accepting and seeing that 
that your future wife or your wife, whoever it is, isn't perfect and that she is going to fall short, that she does sin, and it's loving her anyway. Yes. And that's exactly what Christ does for us. And if you've got this certain standard, an unbiblical standard, that is more than what the Bible prescribes to have when looking for a wife, then you're not going to be able to fulfill your duty as it is to right. love her. Yes. And that's that's something very important that shouldn't be overlooked, you know? Right. You can't... Uh, you, it, it needs to be realistic. Your, your understanding needs to be realistic, and we need to be realistic in understanding of sin, too, that there will be sin. Yes, and there will be difficulties. But there here's the thing is, is difficulties within relationships, marriage particularly is what I'm talking about, is it... It is something that God uses to um, to sanctify us. It is something that the Lord actually uses to grow us into um, actually actually reveal sin in our own lives a lot of times um, because it, it demands us to die to self, right? Um, to humble ourselves and and that's see that that's the whole picture here. Is so many times I feel like. Um, you know, marriage and even within the church is going way down. Like in, in, in the world, it's marriage is almost like laughable before, you know, I don't know what age, whatever. That's not necessarily always a bad thing. I'm not saying there's a particular age. Don't mishear me. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of marriages that seem like um, the men are waiting for the woman to be perfected before they can marry them. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, you know, um, that's just not the case. And it can be uh, vice versa too. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it can be. Um, and the truth is, is that, look, uh, a man, for for a woman looking for a man, and, and I, not many women listen to this show, I'm sure, but so I'm probably speaking to hardly anyone out there. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, yeah, you want to look for for a man that's, trying to or wants and desires to lead his family spiritually that wants to uh you know raise his kids and 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 in the lord and and with biblical truth and all those things that woman should look for that in a husband um and in the same way uh, a husband should be looking for a woman that obviously wants to grow in the graces of god and and all those things but that's foundational but the thing is is like it doesn't mean perfection like there's still going to be sin. There's still going to be things that we have to work through and, and, and work with one another. But I, I would argue that, look, me and my wife are as opposite as can be. We, I mean, we could be no more opposite almost. And I think that it glorifies God when we have to work through things because we're so opposite and we disagree on so many things. <laughs> like, I mean, it, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> I don't think that we bring glory to God when our, um, we don't only bring glory to God when our marriages look like they're all put together and perfect. Actually, we glorify God when we're working through a mess and yet we're still committed to each other and we're still showing each other grace and love. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. faith yeah. during trial. Yeah. Same thing. I think that that glorifies God. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think a, I think a big flaw too within the church has been <clears throat> a lot of times we I've just noticed this with guys and girls everyone I think it's just uh, we go to the world when it comes to dating and marriage and stuff instead of we view dating through like like the Bible speaks nothing of it and same thing with right. marriage it's almost like go get your advice from books or whatever it's like we just Dating Everyone gravitates Christian yeah. dating books, man. They're yeah, they, the best. A lot of them just drive me crazy. Because <laughs> the Bible but, speaks a lot about dating. Yeah. <laughs> so much. But, yeah. But I'm just, it's it's like, hey, it just always drives me crazy. I'm like, why do we separate so much? And our, the Christian dating should not look like the world to that sense. I know. Of it. And it drives me nuts, yeah. You know, it's like you set the standards around culture and all this thing. It's It's always just bugged me about that. But anyways, no, I, I agree with you is that it's like the, the Bible, when it comes to dating and the way that we think about dating, we end up writing these whole books that have nothing to do with scripture so much 
adds a whole bunch of this criteria that this person much must meet and this person must meet. And it's like, Oh, so the Bible's not sufficient for all things. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying there's not good, you know, insight in some of these books and stuff like that. Don't, don't mishear me. I know that there's godly men that have written good things and just cause it's not in the Bible doesn't mean it's not wisdom that comes from the word of God. But at the same time is, Look, if if you're a guy that has been looking for a wife, but no woman's ever meeting up to the standard, and you've reviewed, all I'm saying is maybe you need to look at your standards, and maybe you need to look at what the Bible actually calls you to, and then review. Yeah. Um. Stop putting all the the stop putting all the weight on her, and start putting it on yourself. Yeah. Um. Also, just quick note. Looking for a wife involves talking to women. <laughs> yeah, that's, man. That's something that bugs hey, me so bad. Oh, it's like, man. How do you know if she meets any of these qualifications if you don't speak to her? Like, it, it have conversations with the women. Like, yes. it, it makes no sense. Like, young single guys and young single women should not be grouping up separate sides of the churches and talking and never speak to one another. And yet I hear, I hear all the time guys like, ah, I don't really know about that girl and stuff. I'm like, we'll talk to her. Yeah. Do you <laughs> yeah. know her? Like, yeah. yeah, you see that. Do you know her? You see that annoying <clears throat> hole on the, like right above your chin. Yeah. It, it speaks out words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like no. not everything's texted, man. Like also you, not, you don't, you don't have to just go up and just ask her out. Cause she's pretty or whatever. That, that, you can just go, befriend and as just start singles, talking to the girls you can and be you friends. will see what you yeah. like like that's just it is like stop having all these things like there are some women that you know maybe like maybe you think that this girl's really pretty and this girl's not as pretty so i like the pretty girl or whatever like but then when you get to talk to them like the girl that you saw is like man she wasn't quite as pretty but man she is beautiful to me now because i've gotten to know her yeah mm -hmm. but that only comes from talking getting to know her yeah and and, and get in friends groups that have a mixing of the girls and boys that where you can interact and and actually get to here's look and i I'll be honest with you. Look, I'm from a different day and age. Look, texting wasn't around when I was a teenager. Surely the internet wasn't and Facebook, all that. Look, go on and on. So I, I, I grew up in a different world, okay? But it's it's infiltrated even the church to where I feel like men have lost the ability to pursue, pursue women. Yeah, I think it's like a... And, I think it's come from this over... Like, it's good... In a sense, I think the intentions are good of yes. this purity culture, what you're talking about, which is very good. Purity is good. <laughs> Obviously, we want purity, but it's sort of like going into the extreme, going into the other ditch where it's almost like they've lost all ability to communicate, to even yeah, like, win a woman, yeah. to even like well, be like able God's to just going to send her down on wings from heaven. <laughs> yeah. we'll land this one drives him. me crazy. Is, yeah. is, and now this obviously doesn't fly across the board, but going and talking to the father before you ever even speak a word to the daughter. Yeah. It's, it makes no sense to me. I'm like, how do you even know yeah. she's like, can I court your daughter? What do you like? You don't even know. You this don't person. even know yeah. if you know her. Yeah. What, what if she's, <laughs> she might be crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's another extreme, but I'm, it, I'm like, it's, it makes no sense, but it comes from that purity culture of like, Oh, yeah. well we have to, you set all these standards that are set by yeah. I mean, mostly dating books, but and then it just makes zero sense to me. I'm like, go, you can be friends with the opposite sex as, especially as singles. Yes. Like what does that harm? Now I would say obviously be and cautious. It's, in it's, that. I would even say it's necessary because how else yeah. are you going <clears> to <throat> find out if you, if there's a, find a woman to marry? I mean, how, how yeah. else are you going to find a woman to marry unless you are married and don't pursue every female as potential wife like don't don't sit there and just be like well this is <laughs> every let me every, let's, every, every girl you start yeah. to become friends with is like she's the one yeah. i'm marrying don't don't be the, the <laughs> opening conversation right. like well how many kids should we have like yeah. it's just, just I, <laughs> that, yeah no don't go there yeah. i here, here's the thing is like when when i feel like we've lost look in our culture mm -hmm. and in this day and age people not just men but people have lost the ability to communicate oh yeah 
And um, here's my thing. is the church, within the church, we should excel at dating. Now, that sounds weird because most people will be like, what? Like, no, but we should be the ones that should, we should be setting the standards of what dating looks like, if anything. And our, our, the Bible does, don't get me wrong. But when the world looks at the church, they should be like, man, there's something there. And instead, I feel like we, we, you know, we try and use Facebook and everything else, just like everybody. Look, I'm not, if, if you're into social media and all that, fine, whatever. But I know it has its uses. This is old man rant right here. Um, <laughs> 80s child uh, coming out. Um, so all I'm trying to say is, um, man, put down your phone. Actually communicate. And go talk to some women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, though. Just, just, like, it, yeah. it, it is like, and, and you're like, well, maybe she won't, you know, maybe none of the girls are like, well, maybe not, but you won't know until you go talk. Well, I, the, th- the thing to remember, like to give guys confidence too, is women mostly are more attractive. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> women's thing has been mostly technical are, yeah. difficulties. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Yeah. But are usually more attracted to personality. <laughs> his mic keeps just falling over but women are usually more attracted to personality things like that so even if you're not the best looking guy like you're not getting a lot of attention like you can still like you're not going to win a woman over by just approaching her and just asking her out first time like it might be it might take conversations you know it might take you know things like that of of (laughs) but i'm just saying like that's as like everyone knows that women are usually more attracted to the to that aspect of relationships more so yeah. guys you know look around and if you get an awful personality you're uh, <laughs> yeah if you're ugly you're and luck, you have man. an awful personality you're the problem you need to you well, need to really focus well, on yourself well, yeah so kidding. yeah well not actually <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding at all hey yeah. i mean Hey, yeah. look, it, the thing is, you should is be like, making a list for yourself, not anyone else at that point. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the thing is, is like when you're, when you're seeking a wife, you're also seeking marriage, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes hand in hand. And so what's the point of marriage? And, and that's just, it is what is the point of marriage and cooking <laughs> good food. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Matt, you have Ephesians 5. Why don't you read that? Whole thing? No, no, maybe not the whole chapter, just the section yeah, that well, pertains. Yeah, well, the wives and husbands. Yeah. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. <clears throat> Stop there. That's it. I'm kidding. Go That's ahead. all you want? Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, so that he might present present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes his bo- nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Because we are members of his body, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Boom. That's it. I mean, look, if that's now think about when you're looking for a wife and then have that text in mind. Okay. And mainly be viewing it from, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be fulfilling for her. And, and, and then go into dating or looking for a wife, go in with that attitude of someone that I'm going to 
treat as my own flesh. Someone that I'm going to love, seek, seek to love as my own body. Um, and, and put her, her needs before me as Christ loved the church. I mean, what a high standard. And as a man, you're not going to meet it. Um, and in the same way, you need to have grace for her because is she going to perfectly be in submission to everything that you ever No, Like, cause you're also a sinful man. So there's sometimes that your wife is going to be buttoned up against some of your ideas cause you have foolish ideas. Um, but, and thank God for that. You know, a fool would not listen to the counsel of his wife. Yeah. I, I'm convinced of that. Jennifer, you know, my wife's, there's so many times, like, I have this idea, and she starts kind of, and maybe I'm frustrated when she first brings something up, but then it really starts to resonate, and I'm like, no, she's probably right. It helps correct me. Now, I understand that I'm the leader of the household and all that, but to throw out her counsel would be foolish to the highest degree. Um especially when your night wife knows you better than anyone else. Yeah. She knows your, your weaknesses and your, uh, you know, your blind spots more than anyone. But anyway, um, I don't really have much more to say about it. Um, yeah, I think, well, verse 32, when speaking of like the point of marriage yeah. is, he says this mystery speaking of marriage is profound and yes. that it refers to Christ and the, the church. church. Yes. So what marriage does is, it points to a greater reality. So it's almost mm. like typology in a sense is, you know, it's a type of something referring to it's, what Christ is to the church. Yeah. And that is, you know, it, it actually shows us and marriage can give us a greater appreciation for our savior, for our head, for our husband as yes. the bride of Christ. And so it's a beautiful thing. And it I think is. in our culture, especially marriage is so stomped on and thrown in the mud it's and like feared, consi- feared yeah. and consi- mm-hmm. just considered, rubbish not important but it is so important and it it, it, it shows it shows us a deeper under it gives us a deeper experiential understanding of christ and how he loves the church whereas we couldn't have it otherwise and right. i mean you can have it by seeing the marriages of other people as well like some people are called to not be married you know yes. that's just how it is but most of us are called to be married and that and it works in a similar sense as the sacraments even work as using a physical sign to show a greater spiritual reality. Well, yeah, I was and about it's to, not yeah. it's not a sacrament, so we're not going that far. We're not Roman but, Catholic, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is that it's similar, and yeah. it's similar to the sacraments in the sense that it shows something that we can relate to, something that we can see, something that's more tangible to help us have a better grasp of a more a more real, a more spiritual reality, a greater reality. And that is how Christ loves his church. And I think many from who I've talked to that are married, I'm not married. I guess you could say I'm close, but for many who I know that are married, they have experienced that where they see how much Christ truly loves them and to see a a greater deal of how sinful they are. And yet how unconditional Christ loves Christ's love is to them and how it is to submit to Christ as head right. over them. But, um, yeah, that's, that's no, that, but that, that goes back to earlier. What I was saying is the church should have a whole different view of marriage than the world, than the world does. Yes. Yeah. You should view yeah. marriage. You should always view marriage I, as a blessing. Something always. that, yeah. something that I don't like that's creeped into the church is, um, is a fear of marriage. It really has, and I'm not, I'm not dogging on anybody who's being careful with marriage and taking their time to get. I'm not. I'm not speaking to those people, so do not mishear me. What I'm speaking to is an actual like people fear that even the concept that they will that they don't have the right person that they'll never have the right person like this. Just this whole fear overthinking, too. overthinking it. And the thing is, is like when you read Ephesians five. And then you see the beauty of what marriage can and should be and what it rep- should point to. Um, and that it can rep- even to a, a certain degree even represent Christ and the church, right? Although an imperfection because of us, not because of him. Um, man, that's a... There's beauty there. And it's it's something that we should actually love and we should cherish and we should promote. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I don't mind saying that we should be promoting to, to men 
yes, if you're not called to singleness, man, pray. Let me pray with you that God provides a woman and, and let me actually help support you and 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 maybe guiding you to that end. And you know what? Maybe stop looking at all the uh the the supermodel girls and, and like maybe, <laughs> you know, tone it Yeah, like, hey, you know, you're you're like five hundred pounds and haven't jogged a mile and like, you know, <laughs> but, it's, like it's like you, you want yeah anyway. Um, we get like we get it that also that it's hard. Like it's hard to be single. Like and yeah. for like for for I especially for men, like from what I hear of women, it's not as tough on them. Right. I think they des- many women especially when they have it, a good home life. But yeah. you know, God said it's not good for man to be alone. That's what I was just about to get. And it and it's really true. It and it's not it's such a deeper rea- reality. It's yes. not just like they need sex or something like that. I mean, that would t- be to pervert what God was saying. Yeah. It's so much more. It's having, you know, someone by your side, having a companion. There's yes. just a need, an innate. It's innate within men yes. to have a need to have a significant other, to have their wife, to have a wife. That's yes. that's a need. And I know it's hard. Like, I like I know, I think we all know it's hard oh, yes, yeah. for those for those men out there, and like we do want to pray for them, pray with them, because yeah. it is such a, a beautiful thing, and and we all desire it to to be able to experience also this greater reality of what yeah. God has spoken of right here in Ephesians five of of Christ loving the church. Right. Also, we don't want to be discouraging to men that have been pursuing women and looking for marriage that haven't found it yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're not saying, men, that because you haven't found a woman yet that you failed either. Yeah. Um, that, that you're going about it wrong. All we're doing is trying to say, make sure that you haven't done you know, set the standards too high yeah. that you haven't added things. And that's going to help you. We're that's not, going to like, help. We're trying to help yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And, but we're not promising a wife tomorrow Yeah, and we're yeah. not promising. Um, well, God doesn't promise a wife. Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the bottom line is, is have confidence in who, and who God is and, and who Christ, what, all that you have in Christ and go forward in that faith that he will provide everything that you need. But also don't, don't hesitate to also pray for a good wife. I, I don't mind that. Like, pray that he would provide you a wife if that's what you desire because it's, it's a good thing. And so I don't think that's something you shouldn't be praying for. Um, yeah. and, and again, find good godly men. And maybe you even have to, you know, find a like-minded church or something. Maybe there's not a lot of girls your age or anything in your church. Maybe you have to find a like-minded church that you can kind of couple with to, you know, maybe see if you can meet, you know, at maybe things like conventions or I don't know how like two churches might come together <laughs> sometimes, but you know, it happens. And, yeah. and maybe, you know, a family that's part of another good solid church that you could, you know, maybe start thinking outside the box a little bit, maybe outside your, just your congregation. Um, there are women, there are believing women all over the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and sometimes we just, we focus on our congregation because it has to be one of us because we have this theology. Well, guess what? If, if eschatology is the only thing keeping you from getting married, then <laughs> man, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. seriously, um, you don't might have tone to tone it down, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might have to work through those things, Yeah, but that's not an end all be all thing. No, um, no. and, and the bottom line is, is, uh, have grace in those areas. The, the secondary issues, look, you can work through those things yeah. and actually show the glory of the unity that you have in Christ uh, exactly. and the gospel. Yeah. Um, that's all we're getting at here. I'm not going to pretend, look, I'm married, but I'm not going to pretend like I have this all figured out. And honestly, I know that men now have it way more difficult than I ever had it. You have to fight with the social media, with everything else that the way that people communicate, like young people do not know how to communicate anymore. It's been lost. Mm -hmm. And that's the culture that you're growing up in. So it is an uphill battle in a sense because it's it's infiltrated the church. And um, and also our culture has just become more sinful, I think. I mean, well, in also, a, they in a sense, things yeah, have we, just gone We despise what's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you we, have, you have yeah. a whole culture of, I mean, my generation or our generation is yeah. of, you know, probably 99% of the men have watched pornography. Yes. Struggle with. It's accessible that. everywhere. Yes. And, yes. and actually. A constant battle. 
mentioning that, I didn't want to do that right out the gate, and I'm not trying to interrupt what you're saying, but we are eventually going to do one on pornography. Yeah. Um, we will put a warning label before it if you ever have a young kid listen or if a woman's listening. Um, but anyway, we are going to touch on that subject eventually. But I didn't want to come out the gate with this thing and, and do that subject because it's kind of heavy. It is. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. But a lot of yeah, things was... have just totally undermined marriage yeah. and what it is, what the importance of it. Right. Like, and so much of our culture is just against it. And it's like our culture's mindset is basically you have to have everything figured out before you can get married. And that's not biblical at all either. Well, it's live for yourself. Yeah, it's live for yourself. Yeah. It's all selfishness. And it's not you know, giving your love to someone else in a selfless way. Yeah. You know, the world's flip flop. That's just how the world works under the dominion right. of Satan. It just flips off, flip flops, everything that's good. And then it takes what it takes, what's good, throws it in the mud. Yeah. And it's a battle. It's a constant battle over our minds to have our minds renewed by the word, to see the importance of marriage, to see the importance of a wife, to also have realistic, <laughs> standards also for yeah. that All, and yeah um, and and even the f- future generations of kids that you if god yeah. you know gives you children um that here's what's funny <laughs> you, you you worry about the future of america and look this is not look okay i'm stepping out from behind the bible right now i'm just making just a just an argument just from common sense right so it's good look look, just just think of it in these terms well it's true like i don't mind saying this is our culture hates the idea of family and the way it's supposed to be they don't have kids like our replacement of children is like like we're actually going to go extinct as americans if we don't start getting back up to the standard that to the level that we were at we're not even up to replacement yeah and how many kids we're having right now yeah, the birth uh, rate. Yeah, the birth rate's going way down because people are waiting way longer to have kids and get their life started because they want to live for themselves first is what they say. Well, first yeah. I got to figure everything out on myself, see all the things I like. And it's like, no. But anyway, let's get past that. Um, do you want to have America look a lot lot better in the future? Put a whole bunch of Christian children in it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, look – the world's not having children. <laughs> yeah. We can. I mean, it, yeah. and, and, well, that goes back to yeah. Just qu- like Christians should quit looking to the world, should quit looking to worldly yes. relationship advice. Any of that, the church has everything. All that it has, it has right. all the advice, all the counsel you need. Like you don't need to go to the world for outside counsel, or even look at them for the yeah. standards. I, of I, I, I was just talking about that for the post mills out there. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need yeah. to go to the world for doctors either. You know, no. the church has that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctors or for groceries. You Wait, know. you go to the doctors? <laughs> Man, I thought you were a brother in Christ. <laughs> anyway, we do all our we do healings here. Healings. No doctors. Well, um, going to a doctor is a lack of faith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, guess what guys? It's breaking news. That's right. <laughs> Segment. We have news. We're just going to let this play out because I love it. <laughs> um, it's going to play for like three hours. <laughs> so our segment, we, we kind of did this segment uh, a little bit last time was uh, just dumb stories, news stories. And so, hey, we got an intro. <laughs> I feel like I need to green screen right now. Yeah. Stuff like yes, that. no doubt. So uh, this fun. time we went like like last time it was just stupid men men stories, um, and like that was in the news and every single one of them that we pulled up just happened to be people from Florida. We don't know why. I actually think Florida is a great state, but it's uh it's just funny because everything was in Florida. So, Mine is again. Yeah. Well, this time we actually did our oh. birthdays. Yeah. 
and actually looked up according to our birthday, like the month and day, and actually typed in Florida. I didn't even type in Florida, man. Like, I just typed in, like, I think, like, insane news news story or something like that. And it happened to be Florida? Yeah. Still. Like, still. That (laughs) happened last time, too. Like, so many of them. That is crazy. Over 50% of them are from Florida. That is hilarious. But anyway, that's where we're going at. Um, So, we have not heard each other's stories yet. We're going to give it. So, Um, Matt, why don't you start us off, man? All right. <laughs> I'm tempted because I have a Hold couple. Hold on, give your birthday first. I have a couple. April. On this day, April. <laughs> yeah. On this day in April 4th. No. On April 4th, here's the headline. A Florida man steals an ambulance, does not make a clean getaway. <laughs> Hold on, let me go to the story. So, anyways, it's kind of a longer story, but he, oh, I'm seeing his face on there. Dude. Yeah, that dude has the lightning a, bolt tattoo down his face. That's a rough looking guy. Yeah. So, an ambulance was stolen at Oak Hill Hospital in Brooksville short shortly afternoon today. The vehicle was left unattended as the crew was dropping off a patient. Please <laughs> say, I'll just leave his name. It jumped in and drove off, but he didn't get far. Nor did he make a clean getaway. The ambulance got stuck in some mud. They say Cornwell took off on foot, but the 29-year-old... Did he get stuck in a cornfield? Yeah. He got stuck in mud. Let's see. Yeah, this all says he's being charged for Grand Theft Auto. Oh so, so he got stuck in mud somewhere. I An don't ambulance know is expensive. Yeah, no. I don't know. Why would you steal... I had another one that came up too that was about a guy stealing an ambulance. <laughs> like, what's up? With a lot these, of people stealing an ambulance. These Florida people just like, I need a ride. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like my Uber's here. Yeah, just my Uber's here. Look, Something's are in, in it. the air. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's very fitting, though. He's got long hair and a lightning bolt tattooed across his whole face. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what you got? Okay. Um, on this day, May 12th, 2019, Florida man arrested after praising the Lord while highway surfing his Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many questions. The 70 oh, year old said he'd rather go to jail than go back home to his supposedly demanding <laughs> wife. This is real. This is real. So, so this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about this. <laughs> so See, man, this is what will happen if you don't find the right wife. You'll be surfing. Praising the Lord while highway surfing in your Cadillac. So let's make sure we find the right woman. <laughs> Okay, so state troopers recently arrested a Florida man who was caught trying to live out his Titanic movie fantasies and make his heart go on atop a moving vehicle. Do you know what movie that he was copying? He said Titanic. He said Titanic? Yeah. uh, Live out his Titanic movie fantasies. Yeah, so he was like... Oh, he was doing that. Okay. It was like a little picture of him on there. (laughs) But, uh, But... It says uh, local news affiliates report that authorities arrested Leonard Olson, 70. Wow. That's pretty up up in the years to be doing this kind of tomfoolery. After after an off-duty deputy for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department caught him on video attempting to surf his Cadillac while traveling on the highway with cruise control enabled. The deputy first noticed Olson's Cadillac doing more than 100 miles per hour (laughs) when it abruptly slowed down to just 40 miles per hour. Then Olson supposedly opened the sunroof and propped himself up on top of his moving car while traveling on Interstate 4 in the westbound lane. This prompted the officer to begin recording video on his smartphone. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Why is the cop allowed to do this? Yeah. Like we're not. Anyway. I'm I'm very thankful he did actually. I'm thankful he did too. I'm also 
is it wrong that I'm actually kind of like impressed? Impressed with this oh, guy? Yeah. Oh, I, at first, I thought I was like a hundred miles an hour. It gets better. He gives a he get he comments on why he was doing it. You want to hear what he said? He said. I thought it would be a nice way to praise God for a minute. And I. <laughs> it's not, I mean, there's more. There's more. Dude, there's and church. I, <laughs> I thought it would be a nice way to praise God for a minute. And I thought it would be nice at the time. And that's what I did. <laughs> says, says every dumb thing any man's ever done. Like that's every man's ever done something dumb. Yeah, well, that's why I did it. And then he said, "My wife treats me like a servant, and she's the mistress. Lock me up. I'd rather go to jail than go back home." <laughs> wow! I can't believe this is real. <laughs> we all know old men. I don't even know if I want to read mine after that one. Man, Dude, that's, that's a, gold. That's, that's oh, good. Oh, that man. was the first one I saw. <laughs> I'm not even going to like, mine's going to be shorter, but it's like, uh, <laughs> and on this day, November 23rd, Florida man caught with crack cocaine tells cops when blew it into this car. <laughs> <laughs> so see the difference is, is, is the guy uh, Sam was talking about just fully committed. He's like, nah, I just thought it was kind of cool. So, <laughs> so officers who pulled him over, uh, over then saw a bottle of Budweiser container in the door on the driver's side. His name was Zach. Um, Zach was asked to step out of the car which is when the cops noticed his bloodshot eyes. His permission was taken to search the vehicle and a glass round cylinder was recovered. It is generally used to smoke crack cocaine. Officers also found a clear baggie with residue. This was sent for the forensic examination, which confirmed that the bag was being used to carry crack cocaine. When cops questioned him about the presence of crack cocaine in his car, Zach responded by claiming that either the police or the wind must have placed it there. <laughs> oh, and, oh, in the pipe too. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that, like, yeah, the the pipe and everything, man, just went. I don't know. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Florida, but pipes are just flying all over. The place. Tell you what, it gets windy. Yeah. It sure gets windy. Yeah. <laughs> don't roll your windows down. You might get charged part of, with the part felony. of the forecast on the weather's like. A uh, heavy level of pipes in the air. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of crack cocaine. <laughs> it's like, you want to roll your windows up today, guys. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> Not to mention the Budweiser can that was already empty. Like, yeah. he already lost. I mean, it was like, yeah, he didn't explain that one. But There's a 50% chance of crack cocaine falling into your window. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, there, folks, find cover if you can. <laughs> so that concludes our breaking headlines. <laughs> we do not have a proper name for this yet. <laughs> it doesn't need a name. No, y'all could suggest some. Yeah, but anyway, well, guys, anything y'all want to add before we're out? Tune in next week. <laughs> we have a story about a dog and his owner. <laughs> I actually have another Four ambulance Florida men to come. Story. <laughs> one. Save it for next time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Actually, we've kind of been getting some feedback from a couple people, and man, it's encouraging to hear um, some of the things that y'all have been telling us. So, thanks for listening. It means a lot. Um, and hopefully this is beneficial to you. And yeah, uh, please keep on listening. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good one.